On this episode, we welcome back the original RV travel nurse recruiter, Bob Hingst. Atlas All Access starts now. Bob? Yes, sir. Welcome back. Thank you. I love it when you come to town. Thank you. It's so been a while. Talk about why why you're here right now, just qu- quickly. Like we haven't seen you for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, why why did you choose now to come back? For me, it's good to get back to the home office and just reconnect with everybody um, and spend time with the Atlas family. Really. If you don't know who Bob Hinks is, uh, Bob started at Atlas five years ago. Um, his wife, Patty Hinks, is a Long time traveling nurse, yes. long, long time before you were even a recruiter, she was a traveling that's nurse, correct? And so that's kind of how the whole thing started. Mm-hmm. Um, but like one of the first assignments you went on with her was in an RV, that is correct, and that took you down a road that I don't know if you ever would have thought maybe was going to be for you, no, at no. all, totally came out of the blue, right? Yep, so out of that, be out of that came the first RV travel nurse recruiter. Yes. So you are full-time in an RV with your wife who's on a contract recruiting from an RV on the road. Yes, we've been doing that since 2014. So let's talk about that a little bit because there are a whole lot of travel nurses out there that have an RV mm-hmm. or have thought about getting an RV or have entertained that, you know, or maybe they they know somebody that's that's doing it or has done it, and they right. think maybe that's a lifestyle for them. Yes. Let's talk about that. Okay. Give me the pros. Let's talk about pros and cons. Give me okay. the pros first of being a travel nurse in an RV on a contract. Okay. I think probably one of the biggest things, and, and Patty and I have discussed this many times, is that you have your home with you. Basically, all your belongings, you have your bed when you get off at night. You don't have to worry about, you know, some smoky mattress in an apartment in Alexandria, Virginia. So obviously, you know, I've had some experience. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you don't have issues with bed bugs that you have to share. I mean, because mm-hmm. you never know as you roll up on an apartment what it's going to be like. Sure. And I've had nurses that um, we have been able to place and they procured apartments mm-hmm. and it was a little dicey scary so mm-hmm. you know we were able to put them into a hotel for a couple of days until they found something that was a little bit more presentable for them so yeah and that's kind of you know a scary thing when you're doing that so you have that all the time you know what your surrounding is you know what your situation is sure then you also control your own destination it's nice because where you want to go in that city. It doesn't have to be maybe in a rundown apartment area. You could actually pick an area 30 minutes outside of the city mm-hmm. and you're in a beautiful resort area if you choose, or you could pick a mobile home park where they allow RVs to come in. That's mm-hmm. 10 minutes from the hospital. Sure. So again, you have your options there. And then I think probably another thing it's overlooked sometimes, and it's something that you have to force yourself. It's glamping. It is camping in a situation where you're able to take your furniture, put it outside, put up your lights, put up your Husker memorabilia like I do. I have gnomes I put out on all my contracts, you know, getting ready for Husker season. So, you know, there's things that you are really needing to do when you're at an assignment that makes it and you own that 
every time you go someplace. As opposed to just a random uh, yeah, extended instead stay of, or, right, or right, right. that and, type of thing. You know, you make it, I mean, again, it, you make it your own. Mm-hmm. And you could customize your living arrangement around that area. You mentioned a couple of the cons. What, what else are, what are some of the other drawbacks? I think probably one of the biggest things, and we found out this last year, depending on where you go, is you have to plan ahead. And that's sometimes six months to a year ahead. Sometimes that means you might have to forego a little bit of a deposit. Because if you want a place six months ahead and they say, well, there's a $300 deposit that's non-refundable, then you have to kind of weigh those odds. But chances are that you should be able to get a situation like that. And so planning ahead is a big one. Um, It is a longer drive and not everybody goes the speed limit when you're doing the RV. Sure. Um, I kind of do because (laughs) I'm pulling 15,000 pounds. Yeah. you, you slow down a little bit. Um, you don't do a 13-hour day like you could in a car. You might do only six hours while you're driving the truck. So that's another one. And then um, I, I think basically probably the thing that over gets overlooked the most is the learning curve. Because hmm. there's certain things that you have to watch YouTubes, talk to other people about it, how to back in. Mm-hmm. You know, if you haven't driven a trailer or backed a trailer, it's a little bit different. So it takes a little bit of getting used to. Um, taking care of your black tanks, mm-hmm. that's a big thing. Yep. And, you know, you and I were discussing a little bit yesterday about that. You have some things you have to learn about that. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself into a big problem. Sure. Well, and, that, and that's, so that's a good segue. Let's talk about that. If you had to give three tips okay. to a brand new person coming into this kind of lifestyle, what would those three tips be? I'd say number one, and the, the biggest thing for me, that my biggest fear is your security, which goes into your safety, which then turns around to saying tires. Tires are huge. People don't even think about that. They assume, oh, the tires that are on there are good. No, they might be five-year-old tires on a brand new RV. They might be a little bit smaller for what you really need, or if you're putting a lot of your personal things in your home, mm-hmm. then you might want to upgrade. And so that's what we have done because we heard so much about blowouts. Right. Um, funny little story. Patty used to, as we were driving down the road, um, hit on the side of the door to represent a blowout and see what my reaction would be. Because what you're supposed to do on a blowout is you're supposed to accelerate a little bit and then back it off because your momentum needs to go forward. Otherwise, you go sideways with it. Oh. So little things like that. I had no idea. Yep. Um, Another thing is, and we had this personal experience too, surge protectors. Electrical is a big thing when you're doing your RV. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have the protector, not all the electricity that are at the the parks are pure, which means they might have a leg of the electricity that's grounded, or maybe there's a bad connection. You have to make sure that before you plug in, everything is good, and an electrical surge um, protector would do that and protect your unit being fried from from what they have there. An actual surge protector, not just like a power strip. Correct, okay. correct. An actual surge protector. And then, again, going back to the black tank. Mm-hmm. You know, understand what you're supposed to do there. No one wants to have a problem with the black tank. It's a messy, ugly type of subject. Mm-hmm. But you got to know what you're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. That was one of the toughest things. Like, if you don't... So, black tank is the bathroom tank. It is the bathroom tank, yes. Gray tank is the other wastewater tank. Correct. So right. from your kitchen or your bathroom sink, your shower, yeah. Yeah. anything like that. So, and 
I have I've you know, limited experience with this. That was probably the biggest learning curve for me was was that. Right. So because man, if you don't do it right, ooh, it's it's it's, mess. it's gross and it could cost you a lot of money. Yes. A lot of money. A but lot of money. There are there are a lot of people out there and you mentioned it. There's a lot of videos on YouTube. There's a yes. lot of things you can watch. There's there are tutorials everywhere where you can go and just and get an idea of what it takes to get started. Exactly. And then the thing I learned from it, and I learned it from you too, is just talk to your neighbors. Yes. Because you never know. They could be a dude that's been on the road forever. Yes. Could be somebody that's brand new and something just happened to them. And, you know, you're like, well, I don't want to make that mistake. Right. So. Yep. And their family. I mean, that's the other mm-hmm. thing. That's another positive about the RV life is that you will meet people in these parks that you will treat as family for the rest of your life because you bond with them over this experience. Yep. So Bob and Patty have their own Facebook group, Adventures in RV Travel Nursing. Yes. How many members are on that group so far? Uh, are we getting 8,000 Yeah, I think so. I think maybe a little bit more. And yeah. what's super interesting about that is even though Bob's a recruiter and Patty's a travel nurse, there isn't any recruiting that's done on, this, yeah. on the site. It's all tips and tricks and hints and you know, I looked at this trailer. Maybe should I buy it and that type of thing? Yes, it's, it's all on there. Yep, it might have a, a situation where you have a nurse that's down in Arizona and it's 117 degrees and they can't keep their rig cool. What do I do? Mm-hmm. Well, there's different people out there that have been through that. So the best thing that we have to share is our own knowledge, word of mouth. It's the information that you have. Yes. So, Bob, I love it when you come back. Thank you. So feel free to come back anytime. I will do that. All right. <laughs> We'll see you next week.